0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Pro Hope podcast. I wanted to stop by this week to share a couple of things that I would tell my 17 year old self about sex if I had the chance to go back in time. (laughs) I started this mini series on Instagram and thought that I would bring it on over to the podcast. But first wanted to check in on how you're feeling. How's your mind? How's your heart? Well, my heart is feeling a little crazy stimulated and overwhelmed with the continued overflow of social media content focused primarily on anti-racism tools and resources for all the Karens, all the Amys, and I love to see it. I love to see my black folks just snatching them right together. (laughs) But also my heart is ecstatic to see all of my black amazingly creative and passionate hardworking friends, folks, strangers, monetizing their undervalued talents and skills, which is long overdue. So please run us our checks that were never delivered while you're at it. Now my mind on the other hand is full of purpose and energy to continue the revolution and to radicalize our pleasure, but it is also so tender and fragile as we continue our cries for justice the reality is that systemic racism is alive and prospering, not just alive and well, but she's thriving, honey. (laughs) So my remedy right now is to focus on joy and pleasure as a means of resistance and using this incredible knowledge that I'm absorbing from dynamic black sex therapists and educators, and to make it widely accessible for black and brown folks that may experience shame or trauma pertaining to their sexual expression or to how they access their own pleasure and know the capacity of that pleasure and that they deserve. So if I could go back in time and mend the broken sex education systems, the skewed and heteronormative conversations that were had and the hypersexualization plus commodification of black bodies in the media, pop culture, in porn, etc., the list goes on and on. The first thing I would tell myself is that dick is plentiful. (laughs) That's right, you heard me, dick is plentiful. (laughs) Dick is abundant, joy is abundant, real connections are infinite and never settle, sis. So what do I mean when I say that dick is plentiful? (laughs) I think that we are obsessed as a culture with this concept of scarcity, which is really built on inadequacy and on unworthiness. Like, have you ever been in a situation, have you ever dated someone that you felt maybe ticked off all of the boxes in a partner? Like say they had a big dick, okay, (laughs) size queen here, or they had the perfect job, or they had a great relationship with their family, but for whatever reason, they didn't treat you well. The energy just wasn't aligned. It's clear that this person was not for you, was not made for you, but you stuck around in that relationship for a little bit too long. I know A lot of us, plenty of us can relate to that or telling our girlfriends or friends like, hey, like, this isn't the person for you, but we insist upon staying. We say, no, it's not all bad. There are good things here as well. I think it comes down to not understanding that we deserve infinitely better relationships and connections. And until we understand what we deserve and The pleasure that is available to consume we will always exist on this mediocre level of energy and guess what we're going to attract those mediocre partners and relationships and sexual experiences but until we truly understand that we also deserve in return from a partner we will never understand the concept of being bountiful as opposed to scarcity so I would tell my 17-year-old self that just because someone likes you back or gives you attention does not mean that you have to reciprocate it in that way. It doesn't mean that you have to settle because someone likes you, someone is showing you that attention. The point here is that you are in control. You have the power to dictate who you give your energy to, who you share your sexual experiences with, who you share your mind and experiences with. I think that's something I really didn't understand or learn or even comprehend until I was much further along in my sexual life for me in saying that dick is plentiful i just mean that we have to stay away from this concept of inadequacy learn that we are enough know that there are other options out there that real connections can exist with more than one person and that people come in and out of your life for a reason and a time and when that time is over listen exit with a quickness don't look back just know that whatever it is when it's not right it's not right and i think for black women who date black men specifically like myself it does feel like scarcity is personified in the way that a lot of our black men are wrongfully incarcerated or whether our communities are forced to live under the poverty line etc it does feel like we're grasping like when we find a good one we gotta hold on to him sis but no the rules still apply The reality here is that a lot of my unworthiness came from not feeling beautiful enough, not feeling celebrated, not feeling sexy enough, not feeling light skinned enough. Yes, that colorism is so real, not feeling cool enough or just eccentric and fun enough, right? So all of that really caused me to lean into scarcity and feeling like there weren't a lot of people out there that were going to accept and love me for this imperfect being that I am but we're all imperfect, right? So I couldn't imagine that there were other people, that there was an abundance of people out there who would love me for these flaws and for not being beautiful or the most fun or the most quirky, but by just simply being myself. And I think our culture tends to always have us questioning, what do we want? What do we have? And therefore, consequently, what don't we have and what don't we want? And so that tends to allow us to compare ourselves and what we have in our relationships and our bodies and how we express ourselves with other people, not knowing what their own qualms are about inadequacy or unworthiness or what their struggles are or how they feel about sex and relationships and joy. So all of that has kind of trapped us into the cyclical nature where we don't allow ourselves to heal from past relationships. We're constantly comparing ourselves to other people not living in our own and current present bodies and relationships and knowing that each sexual experience and journey to pleasure is unique. So we don't step into the greatness and the vastness of pleasure and euphoria and joy that is out there waiting for us. How can you step into your own pleasure if you're constantly comparing it to that of someone else? So as soon as we let ourselves be free of the situations and people and relationships that no longer serve us, We can sift away all the other mediocre shit. Trust me, if I knew this beforehand, I could have saved myself a whole lot of heartbreak, a whole lot of fuckboy shit. And I could have been just out here thriving. But there's no time like the present. So my next piece of advice to my 17 year old self about sex would be that all of the narratives that you were taught about sexuality, whether that's heteronormative ideals or that you should reserve your virginity for your wedding day, which virginity is an entirely made up social construct by you guessed it. White, cisgendered, heterosexual men basically to police our bodies and to control women's sexual tendencies and, and to reserve that as something that is a gift that should be given towards men. Like, hell no. My sex is a gift to myself, okay? So I bring up those concepts to make the point that you do not have to rely on those teachings in order to construct what black sexuality looks like for you. In fact, leaning into kink and BDSM are active forms of resistance against sexism, classism and racism. For the first time, for many people, you literally are in control of crafting your own narrative of what black sexuality looks like. Let that sink in for a second. You literally can act out on any impulse, any desire that is viscerally within your body. You can be curious, you can experiment. Now is the time that you get to craft what your sexual world looks like. Liberties that were not afforded to us previously, this is the time to step up, craft it, create a new box where stereotypes and shame and trauma do not live within. So I give you permission. If you needed anyone to give you permission to do that, on this day, on Wednesday, July 8th, 2020, I, Panda of the pro-ho movement, give you full permission to be a hoe in any way that feels good for you. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please share it, please like it, subscribe, all of that shit. And if anything, if you take away that one point, even if it's a baby step, right? Even if it's something so small that you do that brings you pleasure and joy that you were not supposed to do beforehand, that you were told is not working towards your greater good, I hope that you do that one small thing. Like, fuck up the whole system, okay? do that shit. (laughs) But thank you all for tuning into this episode this week. Again, circling back to the questions in the very beginning of this episode. How's your heart? How's your mind? Remember to check in with yourself and do what you need during this time, Black people. I love you and I'm rooting for all of you. Peace.